Check one, two. Oh, yeah, we're good. Now we're Check recording. One, now two. we're recording. Okay, okay. Now we're back at it. Back here with my friend Johnny Must. Yes, sir. Thank mm-hmm. you for uh, for having us. I'm glad I made the trip. No, I um, appreciate you coming, dude. Are you kidding me? Like, this is, uh, you've been one of my newer friends in the last, like, year, and uh, I feel like we talk so much on Instagram, like, all the time, and it's a. Uh... We don't hang enough. No, no, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Because <laughs> you're from, what, Boxford, right? You're from Boxford. Yeah, where, well, Danvers originally. My, where you stay? We originally we went to high school together in uh, Danvers, but I stay in uh, Peabody. Okay, you Peabody, say yeah. you stay in Peabody right now. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Dude, it's uh. Do you even go to the dispensaries down there? I do not, but I do keep an eye on them. Um, and by that, I mean, like, I know people that go there and get stuff, you know? So I get to kind of see what I'm dealing with, it's I guess you mid. could say. It's like mid. Um, yeah. It's yeah, nothing I'd spectacular. It's nothing wild, but it's not, like, swag either. Right. So all I can call it is, like, it's decent, yeah. but it's not <coughs> It's not, not like something it is up here, though. <coughs> I'm personally interested in, you know what I mean? Like, um, well, it's because you smoke for more uh, medical reasons too. Yeah, you smoke that more medical too. reasons. I try to, I try to focus on. It seems like a lot of the um, the old school strains are the ones that really <coughs> are the medicinal ones. It seems um, I've found, anyways. But um, I try to stick with the cushions. I'm a cush guy. I've always been a cush yeah. guy, and. Uh, <laughs> Excuse me, in the spot. Oh, you're good, dude. Thank Fuck you. It. You are good. This tastes really good. I was gonna say like, you, what you is wanted this, to smoke a butt, but that's a that's just a pineapple game that should curve your tobacco fix just a little bit. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> say, look, convert, yeah. curve the tobacco it's fix. It's actually a funny bit. that um, you say that because I've been trying to quit butts. Um, been smoking for twenty years or what, really plus or whatever. <laughs> yeah, there you I've go. Been... I swear to God, cigarettes is like almost as hard as heroin and alcohol. It really is. It's like gnarly. Like That's it's what they say. Honest, like That's what they ugly. say. They literally say that um, that tobacco is harder to quit than heroin. And you know, um, I don't know. I guess. I guess because it's, it's it's so available. Like, I don't know though. That that's a weird argument. I think like. I don't think they belong in the same sentence. Like, oh, they do. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, oh, they do. Just, like. I don't know. Yeah, they're both they're both hard to uh, to overcome, though. Oh, dude, sure. my uh, next door neighbor Glenn, he's a really good guy. He's sixty something, and he's been in a program for the last six months because it's hard. Alcohol is hard. It is not easy. It's just everywhere. It's not right. like when you quit dope or pills. Like if you, as long as you get those people out of your life, you usually it's out of your life if you actually stay right. true to being clean and you don't want to just go back on the sauce you know what i'm saying and he's been doing good but it's hard for i feel like the older in life you get then you deal with it the harder it is to break that habit it's not as easy as it used to like when you're younger i think yeah i've luckily never had a problem with alcohol but i've seen the destruction that it does in its wake or um, oh my goodness and the way it affects people and like how they act and uh the way it really fucks their life up and you know a lot of people can be functioning alcoholics but um even that kind of fucks things up in its own way it only only lasts for so long i swear to god that only lasts for so long and then like family knows and it gets weird oh dude that's why they call drug addiction a disease that's the only thing it's because it affects the people around you it's not a disease that's it's all a choice i don't care what anybody says like it was my choice to use the drugs it was my choice to get clean like, nobody held my hand through it. Nobody forced me to shoot up. Like, that was all me. So, that's how I feel about exactly. that. Like, how I feel about that. I but don't... Pe- and people will, people are willing to help you. I feel like when people get in those situations, they uh, they think that people aren't willing to help. If people see you putting the work in and they see you not ab- abusing the methadone clinic or abusing the people who are trying to help you, good things will happen to you and people will try to actually help you through your journey. So Absolutely. And I can, I can attest to that, man. Like... I was on the sauce for quite some time, and I was actually on the streets for about four years. Really? She can even tell you. Dude, I was on the streets for four years, bro. And, I mean, I Holy made it. Shit. I made it. I'm one of the lucky ones, but 
Let me tell you, when they say that statistic of like one in it's only like three percent or something, yeah, three yeah, percent of really, opiate users ever recover. That's a fact. I can I I've seen it. Oh yeah, and I've lived it, and I can you know that's why if anyone has anything else to say about it, they, like we can have a discussion. But, oh yeah, I'm always open to discussions. But about um, it. yeah, like I've seen it completely fuck up lives and ultimately take the life of the person that uses it and now unfortunately it's like the worst time to be a drug addict than ever before uh, dude because bad. you have this shitty ass fentanyl, fentanyl on the streets that's everywhere. going for 20 to 30 dollars a gram everywhere it's and everywhere. people eat it up it's bad and it's worse than dope i remember when a point two of dope could get me through a whole day yep Mm-hmm. A whole day. Oh, I know. Trust me. I and would... that was nothing. That was like 20 bucks or whatever. That was half of a 40, which was a point four. Back then, they made a killing on the dope. And then fentanyl came around. And here's the problem with fentanyl is that you can make it in a lab. You can make it in a bathtub. That so, too. Well, it's a lot of these young hustlers, bro. They get this stuff. They don't they're need gonna the make plan. Fucking, they think they're going to make a ton of money. They don't know how to cut the stuff because really... If you're going to be a dope dealer, you don't shouldn't even be selling that. You should just you want your customers coming back. I hate to say it like that because I don't like heroin either, but these kids think they're going to get filthy stinking rich and they end up doing way more harm to the community than they do in general and I literally had a friend I had if she says she's good. I had a friend uh, Tyler. This kid, oh no, you're good. This I had this friend Tyler. He would ever whenever I was junking out, he would never give me money, but he'd like, dude, I'll always hang out with you. This kid would always hang out with me. Never used pills, never used dope. A couple of years go by, I get clean. Out of nowhere, this kid starts doing fentanyl. Just starts doing it. Like, yeah. what, bro? You never. Yeah. So he's in his apartment one day, just racks up like a huge line. Stands up, this kid, Brendan, who I know, who still lives in the apartment. He, I guess Tyler stood up, just went, fell right over, and he's like, yo, get up. Like, get up. And then died right there. Because he, dude, he did like a ripper. Like, I don't know if he did it on purpose or not, but it was just, wow. it's yeah. crazy and it's sad. And uh, I, um, yeah, I talked to my buddy who talks to <coughs> his like runners or something like that. Mm-hmm. Either way, I got some like insider source type shit. Either way, they get the Fetty, that's what they call it or whatever. Fentanyl and fetty. Oh, I know. Right. Um, but they get that, but it's already stomped on. So what they do is that the guy for every. 130 grams of cut he adds 15 grams wow that's of this bad. stuff and then they have to liquefy it because they don't want no hot spots you know what i'm saying oh, uh-huh. because yeah, yeah i get, understand because if you don't mix yeah, it correctly you'll wow. get you'll get one part of the batch killing people and the rest just fine Wow. So you don't want no hot spots. So the way you do that is you liquefy it. That way it's evenly spread. Wow. And then you dry it out and crystallize it and all that shit. And it's, 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 it's a whole process. But apparently they know the people that do it. There's people that actually make it. Like, you don't wow. have to have some, like, crazy like, lab to make it. Really? You really don't. You can no. just buy stuff and then fucking, I mean. Well, you a- still need to be, like, certified, I think, to buy oh, yeah, certain, yeah. you know, chemicals and whatnot to produce things. Like, <coughs> you know, like, like even some really great chemicals. Like, even, like, L or, oh, yeah. you know, or the 2C family. Yeah. I was telling mm-hmm. her there's some wonderful 2C um, there's drugs that, in there really but they don't really show up that much and they gave me a, a real like kind of like a mescaline kind of vibe like 2cb anyways yeah. is more of like an ecstasy is that still around not that i'm aware it was of. around it was so prevalent remember, remember when it was around uh, in the everywhere. early 2000s everywhere dude every festival you went to you could get 2ca or 2cb mm-hmm. And then it was when all the ecstasies were around. And they were there both was good. tons of fucking Molly around. I mean, there's still Molly around right. now, but it's not as much. Or K. There's, K I mean, that's, well, that that'll will never die away. Thing. That'll fucking. That will the Ken thing. Olympics will always live on. I don't care. That's a real thing. I'm not even really I'm not that either. much of a fan. I'm but not I, I, I just know that it's yeah. always going to be around because yeah. it's always has been. Oh, no. Around. It's always going to be associated with the party scene. It's always. It's pricey, though. That, too. It's just always going to be associated with it. Like, some of my friends go hard like I can't do that stuff everything just starts to spin on me and I can't even function I get vertigo really bad so yeah well, yeah, me too so. I mean I have the seizures 
you know, mm-hmm. and uh, that's why I'm glad I have weed. It's, oh no, definitely, know, dude. You can. Or me? I, I like to just say can- like cannabis or whatever. I mean, weed is like what I see in the ground that needs to be pulled yes. in a garden full of flowers, <laughs> like an ugly piece of grass or whatever. That's what I call a weed. Dude, I love where the even weed though it is yeah. a weed technically when it grows, <coughs> it grows like a weed yeah. and it looks like a weed. It's a weed. It, it's a it's a weed. <coughs> yeah. I just don't like the name. Yeah. Just, no, I like saying cannabis too. I don't care. I love the social aspect. I love yeah. the therapeutic aspect. I like how I love it's the just sound. It's just cannabis like, like I, I feel like <laughs> weed is just too short and too like that's the old blunt, term like from all no... the old school hardos that were like oh <laughs> the devil's lettuce it's gonna ruin your life <laughs> that's all the old school hardos and it's just I like where the cannabis right. industry is at it's changed so much cause like back in the day if like how, how long have you had the seizures for like was this recently um, or have you, have you been had them for I Let's see. I probably started having them when I was in my like mid twenties, and, yeah, and but that's when I was in like the midst of my drug, yeah, yeah, yeah. drug habit. So I'm not exactly sure if that has anything to do with it. But here's no, the I'm just thing: back, back then, you would have looked. It's more of like a criminal aspect. Even you'd be like, "I need these for seizures. I yeah. use it for a medical well, aspect." What happened was that now it's not there. That stigma is not gone, but it's. Definitely a lot more lenient, which yeah. is good. I I ended up like cracking my head really hard, and like I was completely out for a few days or whatever. What? And it was after that is when I started having Whoa. seizures. So they link that to that accident happening or whatever. Would you get so into a bad accident? Basically, hmm? would you get into a bad accident? No, I think it was a uh, skate accident. Like a skating accident, like skateboarding. Really? And uh, I fell and cracked my head, and someone was like, you know, call an ambulance. At least they were there, because if nobody was there, dude, you could have died. That's crazy. I don't remember anything. Really? Like, that's the thing. It fucked up my memory, too. So now my memory sucks. Like, my memory's shit. And it's only gotten worse over time as I've gotten older, even though I'm not that old. Like, you know. How much older? How old are you? Um, I'll be 37 in oh, yeah, June. I'm 34. You're only a couple years older than me, see? Yeah, I'm only a But few still, years that's older insane now. how you don't even remember that, dude. And I have back issues, too. Like, whoa. Like, right now, like, I'm good, but yeah. if my back's really acting up, like, mm. you can find me, like, like rocking a cane, like, straight up. Like, it's, wow. it's bad. So that's another reason why. I love cannabis. That's you know, it does help with the pain. Oh, yeah, it does, like dude. I don't care what anyone says. No, like, dude, bro, like that rosin right there. I gotta honestly take a tolerance break because I've been smoking that stuff right there. When I want to go to bed. Mm-hmm. I slam like two dabs of that, and I am good, good, night. good night. Oh, I bet. So, I mean, it's 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 straight up concentrate. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm a flower guy. I'm so. just. I I have I have dabbed in the past. Like I used to get, you know, dabs and whatnot. But <coughs> I couldn't get into it though. I was just like, I'm just a flower guy. Like I, I'm, I'm completely content with flowers, and I love the different flavors and the different genetics and varieties. And tell him about your books. Oh yeah, like. Like, I have journals, like, composition books, dude, full of just strain reviews. It's just, like... That would have been fucking badass if like, you should have brought that, dude. That would have been I super wish, yeah, G, bro. I wish I brought you it. can come back. You're more than welcome to come any single time. See, that's what a lot of people think. Well, that we'll have like, to do another one. Of course, dude. And it would be, like, an even better, like, more dude, tuned definitely. up version of this. You dude, know? I like but, this. is awesome right now. But and, uh, this is already good. But I'm just saying, like, perfect, we can dude. have a more tuned up one, though. Oh, yeah, you know dude. what I mean? With notes. Because I really do have like journals literally full of like strain reviews like kush reviews and like shit like that and all grown by the same source and shit and see that's cool i've been that's dealing cool. with the same guys for I, like a handful of years mm-hmm. now and it's always been good business so i oh, just yeah. continue to deal with them and it's always been straight like no like no complaints so yeah you I know do. i get some pretty fire ass strains and I can't complain about it. Like, I know. I Dude, trust like, me. I would love to keep growing, but I literally just can't compete. Just with the price of electricity, it was like a 12% increase. I only You only pull down a few pounds at a time. People call me and I'm like, dude, I need 200 to zip. 
and they're like, I want a QP. I'm like, I need like 650 like or 600 yeah. And they're like, I can't pay that. And I'm like, right. dude, I'm sorry. I, right. I can't lose money to be growing. It doesn't make sense to lose money on a business model. And yeah. then with the price of it, I literally just finished paying off my electric bill. That was like extremely high because the few months that I wasn't growing, I was making this hard decision. I'm like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. Just because right. I literally was sitting on so much stock. Because before there would yeah. be like buyers like literally lined up. And then, well, there and is. If, I like, don't have a warehouse, dude. Literally, I know people growing, pulling 10, 20 pounds down, but they have people that are just going to go buy them, but they're paying only 16 a pound. Like, yeah. at the highest. That's highs. I was telling her like, that exact number earlier. Exactly I was what like, it is, people dude. People are getting, like, it for 16. I was like, the average is usually, like, two. Mm-hmm. That's the average. That's and gone. That's a good price. That's gone. I mean, I guess some, I have like, heard. like, really top shelf shit. I, wouldn't, like, I think weed might be actually going back up right now. Uh, California is, like, dry or something like that. It's a weird time, mm-hmm. man. Right it is. Now. California is, like, dry, so prices might be going back up a little bit because, like, like, Oregon's flooded, but... Like, when's the last time you heard of any any kind of drought? Oh, it's been a minute. It's but been I, a like long I said, time. I heard through the yeah. grapevine that California is, like needs bud right now, but Oklahoma's gnarly, freaking. You got Oregon, which is like California oversaturated. California needs bud so, right now? What? Yeah. California needs uh-huh. bud. California, right California needs bud. A couple of my homies telling me that fucking Cali needs bud right now. That is. That can't be right. No, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. But if your homies are telling you, then... Oh, yeah. No, and the, these dudes know, I, so... I've got homies out there, too, so I should ask them about that. But right. that's crazy, right? Really. Oh, yeah. So, it's just gnarly. Like, the game has changed so much. I but love it, But it would make sense, because I have, uh, like, I was telling her, uh, Jess earlier that, um, you know, the market has changed. Like, yeah. I think... You know, the market has been affected by these dispensaries opening up. And people are just like, I'll just go there and just get it for, you know, $22 or whatever, an eighth. But it's like, it's really not that great. So So when I was at that Homie Collective camp out uh, this past year in Lebanon, Maine, that was a great festival. Had a great time there. Met some good people. The music was awesome. Like the facilities were clean. Like they, they did a good job. At the, it's right where the community bonfire takes place. They just right. used the whole kit, dude. They did a good job, dude. The amount of crappy weed that was being sold there, and all of these like younger people just being all about it. Like I almost got into a fight with one of the guys at the booth because I was going from like booth to booth, just like calling out all this booth. And like I had my fire nugs and there was like a few other dudes that had real fire there. Everything was straight mids. And like you'd see kids running around like big old bags. I'm like, would you just pay for that? He's like, I just got four ounces for 150 bucks. And I'm like, let me see that. And it would be just... Oh my goodness. And like, I literally had like a group of people behind me because I was going from... I was being an asshole for a little while. but It was a Croptober... Too, um, no, it was that. in September. It was before that. But still, it was disgusting, bro. That's and, still considered crop tour, right? Oh, I mean, dude. It's I, the beginning of it. It is. And it was really, just yeah. it was just sad what that was there because I knew I know a lot of the main growers. I know a lot of the other guys. Like I follow them on GIG. I know a few people. None yeah. of the, the big time guys were there. It was all these like like low level just mid guys like I don't need I couldn't even ex- some of the stories that I heard of the amount of work people trying to grow amount of this crappy weed was like blowing my mind I was like okay I guess if, you, if that's what you want your name yeah. to be if you're gonna have a booth at a festival with like pounds of swag that's all you that's you know what I'm saying so it's just it's crazy and, and here's the thing too it's like you know you're not doing good if you have a booth trying to sell you swag Yo, you dude. know what I mean? Well, because no, there was a few. There was a the few real legit ones, guys there. The real ones, like, usually don't have tents, or they'll sit by like some other real G's that oh, are yeah. okay to have oh, yeah. a tent. Oh yeah. But they'll be there, just chilling behind the scenes. But you know, you can talk to them too, oh, yeah. type of thing. Oh, yeah. And those guys, the ones that keep it on the real hush hush, are the real ones you got to talk to. Like, there are a few grows though, like you said, from Maine that that are absolutely top notch. Like I miss. Um, I used to have a good um, way to get a lot of good, good decent nug from Maine. Um, like Canna Claus, yeah. for instance, was a good one. Yeah. Um, 
uh, Hazy Hill before they went rec- before they went the whole store route yeah, because yeah, yeah, they yeah. want to be you know on paper likely. Well, you got it. If you know, like, some of these people have been doing that, it their whole like, lives, it's the only way you're going to be able to compete now. And like the dudes, like. He's older, like, he's got family, and he just wants to do it the legal way, and yeah. it's like, dude, you're almost forced to at the, when you're doing it at a, at a, at, on a bigger scale, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, yep. than most, and you kind of have to, because it's like, if you get caught, it's not going to be, you know, it's, it's, no, it's they still, be ugly, you dude, know Dude, they I mean? still bust like, people, they still but, bust people in Maine for huge illegal grows, but, they know, they're not stupid. Yeah, no, like, those guys are still well-connected to mm. who they need to be, and, like, they backdoor a lot of it, I'm sure. Dude. Like, gets back. Like, I'm are you sure, kidding me? Like, I'm they're, 100% they're, they're, sure. Like, so, so, I just wasn't trying to say it like that. I know. But those guys are still good guys. Like, the good growers are still good guys. Even if they do that, you do what you got to do, but... It gets out, sometimes it gets out to the wrong people. Oh, it does. And then you got them representing another like you don't know who's representing your brand that's that that's a problem facts because i don't want some young dummy oh dude running around with my good shit oh yeah going (laughs) not knowing what the fuck he's talking about just each like dude whatever like the people you're dealing with it's obviously it's it's not the same as the homies i do no 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 no, no. not at all not at all it's just different it's just a different game these days and it is funny because it keeps changing and changing and changing like it was way different in the 70s and then in the 80s Mm -hmm. and then the 90s and the millennium i know yeah it's just the the game has changed and like evolutionized i guess but it's almost de-evolutionized in a way it's like why can't we just bother and trade like regular, like regular civilians? Like that's why I like those like, yeah, I like wish. bonfires sometimes are all right because some people like will trade or like bother or yeah, like, a little whatever, bit. A you little know, bit. a little bit, but not enough though. We need more of that. It'd be cool, but I mean, people go like there just fa- to make money it, now. It would be like a farmer's market for weed. That'd be cool. It kind of used to be like that rather. in the beginning, and then I people keep just. Saying it now. It is fun. Don't get me wrong. The bonfires are really cool. They do good. And it's, yeah. it's fun there. So and they bring a lot of people too, and it, it's it's good times. But at the same time, you have that like weird crowd that you know you just want nothing to do with. Oh, dude, like, kidding me? I know. I but know. Yeah. I, you know, I haven't been to a festival in a minute, but I uh, I was thinking about going to Northlands. Oh, in the New Hampshire. Sounds, that's in New Hampshire. It sounds pretty decent, dude. Like dude, they they just released the lineup, and it sounds pretty all right. And I would just need like some people to camp with, let and me know. ready to roll, because that's just something you don't go alone to. No, 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 no. Let me know. It's you know what I mean. So trust yeah. me, we're getting out of baby mode. Like she's, so I, I want to and you can do have stuff a with her little, this year. Like four day vacay, you know oh, yeah. what I mean? Like just to yourself and I'm down for a festival that's forty minutes from my house. Like that one in Lebanon. That's it was right. ten minutes from here. Of course right. I'm gonna go rage a festival ten minutes from my house where and I don't have to drive August, two hours you know, after it's like, gonna be absolutely beautiful too. It's oh yeah. Like like as long as it don't rain. As long as it don't rain. I hate my I, I don't I hate that. I'll leave. I don't do the whole slop fest muddy festival no more. I'm past that. I'm good. Back in the day I'd put some boots on. I don't even care. Now, if it's like that and it's I'm, I, whatever, I lost money on that ticket. I'm going home. I'm not doing that. I'm right. Like, I remember uh, I was at Bisco once. And, <laughs> um, <laughs> once. I literally was just, if you uh-huh. watch, listen to that other <laughs> podcast, I talk about one of my things there. But back one when they stories. had it in Mariaville, New York, yeah. <laughs> on the Indian Reservation Lookout Camp. Yeah, that's where, that's where I went. I went three straight there. One old school one and that's the same place they have like five other festivals well they used to they change it to that ski like ski place now it's a fucking now it's in Pennsylvania yeah some fucking yeah at some my sister's gone a few times they like it but it's a it's a troop dude like the hills you gotta walk up because it's literally on a ski little ski mountain I guess it's fun but I'm not doing that I'm good I haven't gone since they've changed the location there so that was years ago bro and that was like almost like Eight to ten years ago. Yeah, no, that was years ago. So I, it's been that long since I've been to like a quote. Here, here's the thing. 
I used to think <laughs> that the bigger festivals were where it's at, but it's actually the smaller festivals. Are yes. Really, where it's depending at. on if you go, if you're what you're going for. I swear, some kids. If you actually want to go see the music, or if you're going to hustle, or if you're fucking, if you're first time or you haven't been, like you're trying to find your little niche in it, you know what I'm saying? Because like I've gone to big the bigger music festivals because I've wanted to actually see some of those artists when like those biscos were going on. It's when Dubstep was huge, right, Skrillex right. was huge, he uh, was Bass Nectar was yeah. huge, and like it was super cool. And like that, those were gnarly festivals, dude. Like those were gnarly, bro. I don't even yeah, care. I seen were. some shit at those, like seen some they shit. Were. Like, literally, I remember we were all trying to get in um, the second year we went there. It was like we went there three straight years. And uh, they were the second year we were there, they literally put all the music stages. You had to go get search before everything. And, like, oh, my God, it was a pain in the ass. Yeah, so there was hundreds of like us getting gig. funneled in. Yeah. Dude, we see this kid come out of the woods. And this guy who's wearing his patched up vest comes and grabs this kid by the back of the neck. He's like, where the f- do you think you're going? Literally in front of hundreds Shit. of people. Dude, opens this kid backpack out fucking massive bag of ecstasies dude like the some you know the Mario stars the Super Mario star when you hit it and you're invincible the star it was a gigantic bag of ecstasy there's had to have been five six hundred maybe a thousand pills in that bag that kid was like I need those and that guy was like go or I'm gonna beat the shit out of you and that guy took all those ecstasies he literally took those and then he stuffed them up under one of the generators that had a light post on it and like hundreds of people were like we definitely just saw that guy put those drugs there like, what? This is like, oh yeah, that just happened. So everyone's kind of just like, oh yeah, around, dude. No, like, that would do. That was like a crazy festival. Like that was one of those festivals where like you saw kids being like, yo, I got doses, Molly rolls. Then you walk by that campsite again, and that place was gone. They weren't there anymore. Right. It was sketchy, dude. It was sketchy. no. I mean, that's at like every like I said, quote bigger festival, meaning like, um, I. I don't know, Electric Forest. I haven't been to one example. in years, dude. We haven't been yeah. to a huge one in years either. Other than, like, before dude. kids, we were doing shows and festies like that. But since we've had kids, we've just, like, Electric Forest mode, like, <coughs> will always be fire, no matter what, though. That's the, That's the one in Pennsylvania. It's a huge one, right? Let's no, dude, it's in Detroit. Electric Forest. Oh, I'm thinking yeah. maybe I'm thinking. There's, there's so many of them. There's that. Yeah. She went to EDC in Vegas before she did that. My sister and wow. her wife have been to EDC in Vegas. It's That's crazy. like the biggest one I can yeah. think of, like as far as like quote big festivals yeah. Yeah. or whatever. That <coughs> one's like you're literally paying a couple hundred per day, like just that to, like, was then, dude. Get in, not even camping. I don't even think tickets are that cheap anymore for like a festival like that, dude. Like, are you kidding me? Like, even no, like no. I remember going to Strange Creek, it'd be like 120 bucks. I guarantee you, Strange Creek for a four day weekend is like a 200 dollar ticket now, 250 dollar ticket. Because you need to pay for all the security these days. Like, you can't just have, like, right. thousands of people running amok. It never ends up too good. Yeah. Back <laughs> at the Mariaville uh, venue, they used to have... Um, they had the bikers. The HAs. They had the bikers. Uh, dude, yeah, like, like if you watch my first episode, dude, I was, like, on the methadone clinic. So I had yeah. to lie to my methadone clinic, the one in Lawrence, Massachusetts. I was like, yep, I'm going camping for two days. Actually, I had two take-homes. Really, I was going to campus, go for, like, four or five. So I was going to lose my take-homes because I wasn't going to be able to come back to the methadone clinic. And I was prepared for this because I had already bought methadone. I was only on 30 milligrams. I was tapering and I never abused it because I, like, I was like, this isn't my life. Like, I'm going right. to do what I do. So I had gotten there and I had actually gotten them to uh, – oh, no, it was. I gotten them to find a methadone clinic out there for like a day. It was like a Friday or the Thursday and the Friday. I had those two or something like that. And – um yeah, I was standing out front with all the bikers and the guards, and they're like, "What are you doing, going home?" And I'm like, "No." And they're like, "Well, are you buying drugs?" And I'm like, "No." They're like, well, "Why the fuck are you standing out here?" And I'm like, "I have like, to go get my methadone." And they like stared at me, and then they're like, "You're fucking shitting me, right?" And I'm like, "No, I'm going to methadone clinic right now." They're like, "You're telling me you're at a massive music festival, and you need to go get your methadone?" I'm like, "I know, right?" And they're like, "Dude, if you're even alive in a few years." Good for you, bro. They already knew. And then they were just cracking jokes on me the whole time. And then I went back the yeah, next day. Man. But I found this cool taxi driver. I was like, dude, I'll give you 50 bucks. If you can be at this gate every morning at this time, I'll be yeah, here. He fucking was there, dude. Fucking guy showed up. I was like, you're the man, bro. So, But go. those were crazy Work times. Up. Those were crazy times. It was fun, though. <laughs> it was fun. It ain't like that no more, though. It ain't like that at all. No, they didn't. They didn't really care about like I saw them 
taking out like pillowcases full of weed and shit and they would put it back they didn't Bro. care about that stuff Yo, it was I'm the hard at those festivals those guys drugs. would take the they'll take those drugs they would literally take the drugs like that bag of ecstasy we got saw taken it they probably took that you, then they probably you, had their non-patched up guys they have them go sell them drugs back and then they bring that money back Bro. no it's all about how you treat them dude oh like, no you gotta treat them with if respect. you go through the gate check this out true story hand up to god I was going through the gate and I had a backpack and you know it had it had whatever it had in it. <laughs> and I'm going through and he's like did you bring any drugs with you where are they and I was like no I left them all at the campsite sir <laughs> yeah and that's he's a good like one. he's like good answer go yeah see and I just went right in dude and it was as easy as that and then obviously leaving isn't a problem you don't get searched when you're fucking leaving yeah no you just get searched when you're going yeah. in so I was, I was like, it was that easy. I, I was know. just like, oh, dude, you just have to be nice to him. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah. Like, and they can tell because, like, you'll be like, you know, some kid that took too many like pills oh or God. something, sweating balls, just going up like, hey, sir, and like, <laughs> you know, that's the guy you got to pick out. Yeah. Like, to me, a kid. You know what Come I here. mean? For like every like twenty, they got to pick out like one or two rejects to like kind of be like him and him. Yeah, put yeah, them yeah, over yeah, like yeah. you know and what they I mean? don't even they do anything like, technically but, so yeah at this jam back in the day we were like hustling doing our thing and uh some kids that we had sold some stuff to like the cops walk around some of them festivals like nobody's this jam strange oh, yeah. street the cops walk around yeah, a lot of, of kids don't know that of so course. these kids are there partying with everything out in the open chopping it up sniffing cop comes around the corner he's like no 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 he's like i see it so we're like, you know what? We're going to skedaddle for a few hours just in case. So we came back and we're like, dude, what happened? Like, we saw the cops and like, we got a ticket. We're like, that was it? He goes, dude, we live fucking like three states away. They're like, not going to be, we got caught with right. like a little bit of drugs. Right. What are they going to give us all felony charges for having, uh, being at a music festival? Like, they're not, you're not going to get a car. The, the cops were super lenient. They're like, here, you're paying a fine. You're going to have to drive back to court, but you're not going to like, do jail time or anything it's right. they're they're cool about it you know what i'm saying because they you know, know you're at a music is, festival right it's because the cops that work those kind of festivals it's on private land so basically they're privately like they're mad they like, make sure nobody gets hurt they they're make, basically they just, a real deal rent a cop like you yeah. you pay for this service it, did you know in las vegas for instance that the casinos, it's the only place in the United States of America that has um, their own funded police force, and it's by the casinos. So they will do whatever the fuck the casinos say. Oh, Jesus, that's so sketchy. when it comes to, like, homeless dudes and shit being around and, like, shit like that, cops will straight up just lock them up on the spot and, like... That's just gnarly. wreak havoc over there and it's because they're literally getting paid by the fucking casinos and whatever huh. they say goes. Yeah, no, it is private property like it's you pri- said. They're privately owned like wow, cops I never or thought whatever. Of that. That's like, crazy. It's, it's crazy. But, huh. but if you look into it or Google it, yeah. like it'll blow your mind. You'll be like, wow, I'm glad I don't live out there and get caught with shit because, dude, you don't want to get caught in Las Vegas. Oh, dude, you don't want to get... Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, Dude, there's a lots, lots of other states I'd rather be get caught in than uh-huh. Las Vegas because it's just like such a cesspool of just, uh, just. I here's the thing: people I don't really get along with usually, and it's not to like single anyone out <laughs> or anything, but it's usually alcoholics because I don't like belligerentness. Yeah, not at many all. people can deal with that at I'll, all. I like to consider myself somewhat of a you know classy dude. So I mean, you, you keep a very I monotone, like, which is yeah, cool. I don't I'm like loud belligerent and dudes, <laughs> and I don't like um, you know people with habits like a, a degenerate gambler that can't keep up with his who he owes money to and shit. Oh, I like how to borrow money off. Uh, Tammy to pay Tommy and shit and yeah, I don't you know what I'm saying no like no dude good. you just dig yourself deeper and mm-hmm. deeper and deeper and then eventually you just fucked and a lot of them fucking blow their brains out and shit over oh yeah kind oh, of yeah. shit 
I know I had a cousin before, freaking before. And then sometimes people get so deep, like high rollers, like the guys that like only play like those ten that like those ten oh, yeah. G hands oh, type yeah. shit. Those high rollers will own will own some some really high level sharks, like some serious guys, money, and they'll just won't be able to deal with it, and they'll just be like they'll jump off casinos. But those and are shit. the guys who are always trying to hit it big. They like never have the money to lose because they've hit it big a few times. Like I swear, right. the real big gamblers are guys that have the money to lose, and it's nothing to them. Right. Like, those are, like, the kind, and then it's like, oh, I lost, where well, there you go. The guys you're talking about never really have the money to lose. They're right. always trying to, like. That's the thing. The casino makes the most money off of those type of dudes, though. Like, mm-hmm. off of those type of gamblers. Yeah. Like, not the guys that are at those $100,000 tables. Or the the penny slots they're, or the quarter slots. They're more about the dudes that come in spending, you know what I mean? Like, on a day, like. I've never been a gambler. I don't know, like, $30,000 or some but. shit like that. Or, like, you win some, you lose some. But the casino always, the house always wins. Dude, always. Bottom line. Always. Doesn't matter. Quit while you're ahead. If you ever are at a casino. Yeah. And you happen to have more money than you have when you. Before you went into the casino, <laughs> that's not that easy. Save it and just fucking stop right there because that's as good as no, it gets. Gambling is just an ejection. It's a like free lobster else. dinner is as good as it gets. Bad. It's Bad. all like I'm straight. Like I've never been a gambler myself. I've never me neither. Been in. I've been in a casino, but I've never like taken part in any type of table slots. Not. I'm just. I'm all set with yeah, all nah, that shit. I've never been into it either. I knew this guy when set. I worked at the pa- this paper, the Eagle Tribune, back in Ma- Haver, uh, Lawrence, back in the day. This guy, he, this Asian guy, he literally would leave there Friday nights because we worked nights. Would go down to like Mohegan Sun, like it was, and then come back like Monday, and he'd be like, I just drove back from Mohegan Sun, stayed there the whole weekend, like in. He was a degenerate gambler. He was bad. Yeah. He never had money. We were just There's guys that do it and they manage it their entire lives. It's a drug. Right? It's a drug to them. Literally, and that's it. it's a drug to them. Just like, like the booze or anything else exactly. was to one of us. It's, it's a drug just to like them. It's any crazy, other addiction. Dude. It's, it's just so crazy. Like, but it's but it's a it's a um, it's an addiction that makes you so financially stricken that it can just tear your life apart in pieces and like. Well, life is I would never, right I would, yeah, life is already expensive as it is. Like, I would hate to owe on life already and be goodness. behind on it, let's per se, like, to say in, like, other words, to be behind on life. <laughs> You're like, trying to tell us right now, dude. It's... And these guys, they'll have the money to pay the dudes back, but they'll just be like, but if I play, <laughs> I'll win double back. Yeah, yeah. And uh-huh. then they keep going and going, and then before you know it, they're like, holy shit, what the fuck am I going to yeah. do? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I know. Dude, you dude. know, I don't know anyone really personally that has dealt with it. I mean, maybe one maybe No, like one I was person. about to say, my cousin, she almost, she was dating this guy. She was about to marry this guy, and he was like a degenerate gambler, and I like, mm-hmm. like didn't see him all the time, and then I saw him again. I was like, oh, what happened to so-and-so? And I asked my mom, and she was like, I guess that guy was a degenerate gambler, like... Yeah, betting on college people, ball, dude, just losing tons some of money. Have different poisons too. Like some people, it's like scratch tickets and shit. Some people, yeah, they do. It's fucking the actual casinos, and some it's actually sports, like betting on scores and shit mm-hmm. like that. Like, like now this like apps for it and shit. It's bet- and sports like, betting is legal everywhere. You don't. I don't even want to yeah, get into the like, uh, NFL being rigged right now because like I love the NFL, but. Now that sports betting is legal, oh my god, I don't even know about some of this stuff right now anymore. It's crazy, but a lot of bookies still do their thing, and it's still, like, a thing. It's It's bigger now than ever. Are you kidding me? Sports betting is bigger now than ever. Like, you go further into, like, like I was going to say the city, and you'll see it more, but honestly, the country, they're, they're all about it. Everywhere. It's you can really do it from your phone. You literally can do yeah. it from your phone, like, yeah, whatever you want now. Like, apps and shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, but um, it just seems to hit, like, certain areas. It's kind of weird to see the areas that it's I know what you're saying. Like, I know how, what you're saying. Like, how many gamblers per capita? Like, you know what I'm saying? <sighs> like, 
There's like kids like in their early twenties that are like gambling away. Like you know what I mean? It's just like that wasn't a Dude, thing back when so, I was a kid. Like so that Draft wasn't Kings, a thing. Like, DraftKings right now, like my uh, I have yeah, a good Draft friend who I'm gonna have on here too. Uh he goes by Turpy Turtle and uh he uh he gambles a little bit and uh it's yeah, up no, it's so up and down. It's so no, it's so up and down. But some of say. these but some of these parlays, bro, like yeah. you can do like a seven tier parlay. But you're only putting down five bucks, but the return is like six hundred dollars, right? And you, it's crazy when you think about it like that. But I'd always tell him, I'm like, dude, those are so hard to hit a seven tier parlay. But you see people do it all the time. But those are like the ones they promote. They're like, look at right. DraftKings, look at this, look at somebody won twenty grand because they parlayed five picks together like and only put the, down ten dollars. Like, I like, um, I like the old school stuff. The like, like sports. But not necessarily a game. It's a sport. So, like mm. horse racing, for instance, like something like that, right? Like horse racing is classic, and it is. That is a good way to gamble, right there. Okay, if if you're gonna gamble, horse racing, poker, just the classic American ways. You know what I mean? But going to casinos well, and shit really is not the way race? to do it. I guess it. that's like the only thing. I get. Can no, you really fix you a horse can't. race? See? Like, no. I mean, there has been in the past where I guess, you know, horses have probably gotten like a shot in the ass or something of some sort of drug. <laughs> you know, and I'm sure <laughs> it's like, happened. I wouldn't be I'm surprised. I'm sure it's Put happened. Put some pep in your step. I'm fucking sure yeah. it's happened. And, um, but no, that's just like in a, like a classic American way. Like the Kentucky Derby is yeah. just What are the other two? Example, the Belmont um, Stakes. Well, you have the Kentucky Derby, the Belmont Stakes, and what's the last one? The Rider? No. Um, There's three. Because if you win three, you get the triple crown. You have Baccarat, okay. And that is a game of. Baccarat? It's called Baccarat. I believe that's the way it's pronounced. I have no idea what you're talking about. um, It's a game, and it. It's it's confusing as hell to me too. Kentucky like, Derby, like, the Grand National, Preakness. State. Preakness, that's what a Preakness State. Oh, okay. Are the first four. Okay, that's what it is. I know there was 16 like sixteen more. Do you want? What were Jesus, you can you look up the game Baccarat? I think that's what it's. Called. I have no. Is it Baccarat that could? Game. What is it? What do you even do? I'm so. Is it the thing with? It's a card game. Dude, there's like 20 people at a table, though, at once. That's the thing. It's a card game played at casino. So you uh, have to, like, dude, it's like mathematics and shit, and people have, like, strategies, which, like, they Okay, so I, 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 all right, so I was, when I was dating this girl uh, years ago. And um, it's usually Asian that's through the betting. She was trying to show me how to play this game. We were actually down at the Hampton Casinos one day. We're at this table. And I didn't understand what happened, and the girl I was dating did because she really knew how to play the game. And I had placed a few bets, and then the girl I was dating at the time was like, uh-uh, because she, she was like, you're hustling him right now because he doesn't know what to do. And she's like staring right. at the girl I was dating, and she was like, stop playing, Dylan, because you do not know what you're doing, and I know what I'm doing. And I'm like, she goes, this girl's just letting you like pour your money away. And I'm like, really? And she's like, yes, yeah. stop playing until you learn how to play. So I sat out for a little while because she knew what she did. That's what it was. And it's there was confusing. a bunch of people at the table. That was I know what it is now. And they pressure you into like – That's what it was. I thought I was like kind of doing it right. Either folding or keep going because you got to put down more money. And and it's happening so fast. There was so many people. And I'm like trying to process all this because I'm new at it. And I'm like, nope, it was a dumb idea. (laughs) Apparently it's a game. Apparently it's a game that came from Asia. But it got Americanized at some point. And here's the thing. They have tables though in Las Vegas. And they're a big deal. And people over the years have come up with strategies of like their you know like their yeah. like their whole rundown on the game and how to win and all this shit but then it's been proven wrong with these other formulas that do work but then those are proven wrong And but so there's no real formula huh. really they've never really figured it out 
it's one of those games. You technically can't like, cheat unless somebody was fixing the cards, cheat. unless you were like, yeah, unless the dealer cheat. was in on it or something like that. And it can go on for for days. Really? Like, like it can go on for days, dude. Okay. Like, same. Yeah, and it can get serious. Like the money can get serious up to like the hundreds of thousands. That's cool. It gets crazy. I wish I. I, I it gets crazy, I'm, dude. I'm, yeah. I wish I had hundreds of thousands. That'd be nice. And and. <laughs> The yeah, only reason why I said usually it's an Asian dealer because you said you played a game you weren't sure what you're playing because because for some reason because it comes from that part of the world yeah. they always have Asian dealers and they're usually either male female whatever and yeah. it's they are usually the ones dealing though yeah but where other tables will just have like no like I mean yeah anybody like, I know like what you're any saying any other culture or yeah whatever, I understand like, what you're you know saying, yeah. I understand so, what you're saying. But, um, yeah, it's one of those weird games I've never understood, but um, apparently it's it's one of those it, – it's like chess. It's like one of those games in life you just want to know how to play because <laughs> here's the thing. You're going to come across someone, and you're going to be like, want to play some chess? And they're going to be like, I don't know how to play chess. And you're going to be like – See, I know how to play You're chess. too young for me. Yeah. <laughs> I know how to play like, chess. Like, not to be mean. Yeah. Like, me too. Like, and I think it's one of those games where I feel like it's the last of, like, the old school generation where, like, cards are still a thing. Like, I, I know a lot of card Dude, games too. So like, a lot of card games. And, I say and this chess all the time. And checkers and, like, all these games where, like, all right, checkers kids usually learn yeah. at a young age, right? But chess is one of those games where you like really have to like teach a kid mm -hmm. slowly, and, it takes and then if time. you're interested in it, you play for a little while, and then you'll play yeah. online. You'll like always play small games. Yeah. But uh, what was but I just going to say? It's a great game to play. I feel like it, Yo, like, it gets the mind it's going. Stuff like that is fizzling out because, dude. All right, so you're a millennial like me, dude. We are. I say it all the time, and some people like, we're like the last of the old school, not like our parents, but we're the generation before. We're the last generation when we all watch the same news. We're the last generation before oh, yeah. social media. Like these we kids after us, didn't we didn't. Dude, my four-year-old has a thing iPad, and my one-and-a-half-year-old wants to watch an iPad too. Yeah. Right. Dude, we didn't have any of that as kids. Those weren't even no. thoughts. You never yeah. thought you were going to have a screen like that in your hand. We all watched no. the TV that was in the living room, and then your parents had a TV, and then once you got old enough, you were lucky enough to have a TV in your room. Yeah, like, right. It's like, dude, you get a cell phone at like third grade now because one, you have that. the one you don't want to make sure where your kid is in the first place. I had none of that though. No, nope. like, I didn't even have a TV. Like, really, dude, uh, a lot of people up, didn't. So there was there like was two TVs in the things. whole house. Your parents had one, and then there was one in the living room. That's exactly it. It's, yeah. I, we're that last generation before that. Now everybody's got a TV. Everybody's got a cell phone. The right. kids at a very young age yeah, know how to do all of this stuff. Internet, AOL. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and you dude. Didn't have two lines. Trust me, I have yeah, some I good. I can never imagine having like <laughs> like a handheld computer in my hand. Like that was not a thought when we were kids. Like, no, like, that's why I say like we were like millennials like, of the last of the old school. You know what I mean? Like yep. I we got are that, that little bridge with that bridge. When I was like nineteen years old, I got a razor and it was like the biggest deal. They were fucking ever. badass. I don't care what anybody says. The razors were badass. They were badass. Like, yeah. For and what then, they were, they were the best thing everybody on the market stole at the time. Yeah. No, the razors were dope. Were, I don't care. The Nextel was dope, too. That two-way was uh, fucking so handy, and it was so... I don't care. You were a badass, dude, when you were talking to all the homies. Chirp, chirp. They'd be going off in class and stuff, and like, oh, my goodness. Right. Got to wrap it up a little? Yeah, I got to wrap it up, plus I got to piss. So oh, no, it's all good, dude. That was, wanna, like, awesome right there, we bro. could, like... Yeah, we can do another one at a future time yeah. and just have it more tuned up. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Dude, we can no, we can talk about the social media and all that other I stuff like your Instagram. I wanted to get into mushrooms and L and all that shit, really but that's for another prices. time. Like, we yeah. could definitely do it. Oh, no, I'm sure, definitely down but. to talk about the glass prices, bro. Trust me. And, like, I don't. Oh, yeah, I've, the market is it's bad. We can right let's get let's so skim bad. on it. Like it, it is bad. So bad. And like I don't like to try to be a dick about it either. Because other neither. glass blowers, other I, glass uh, blowers will would, see this and be yeah. like, "Well, dude, you don't blow glass hard enough, dude. You can only put so much work into pieces and then lower your prices so much. And then because before I started the big cartel, dude, I was going to stores like selling heady fucking pieces for pennies on the dollar. Pieces yeah. that take me a day to make, I'm selling for nothing. 
Right. I, that doesn't make sense in the long run. I know you have to do it for a while, but like you dude, have if you have, a, if you have actual bills like, yeah, exactly. and you're trying to get out of debt, exactly. you can't be lowering your prices to not make mm-hmm. any money. You're never you're just beating a dead horse. It's just yeah. not going to work. Yeah. And it's and I I hate that I love to where the, I love where the glass game is. I love where the weed game is. It's just that's another reason why I started this because you never know. Maybe if another artist or an artist, somebody who sees one of these, you've been following that person for years, you might be like, you know what? I'm going to buy a piece of that guy's glass now. I'm going to support right. their artwork because people – dude, the the little TikTok short I made the other day in my first episode, it got yeah. 1,500 views and it got like over 100 likes. That little three-minute short of me talking about being on the methadone yeah, clinic at I Camp got... Bisco. People thought it was a riot. No, and they are. And oh yeah, say I honestly oh, yeah. where do you go? Have never dealt Cabin with a lot of Cabin guys. I've dealt with. Honestly. What do you? If you don't mind me asking, uh, what milligram are you on? One hundred and five. Right now. There you go. You got up there a little bit. Really? It took me a while to get up there because I didn't want. Oh, you got some feedback right there. Okay, put those over there. If you have to go to the bathroom, go to the bathroom quick. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah. So I um I only got to sixty. I uh it took me a year to taper off too, and uh I actually um started because my counselor saw that I was serious. Yeah, the lights on the outside. My counselor saw that I was serious, and um she put me into a real group. I was with some people that were on a milligram for over a year or two because they were so mind fucked that they couldn't get off of it. And I was like, I'm about to be done. And these people were like, You're about to be done with the methanol, and I'm like, Yes, I've been here for two years. I had a plan. I got up to 65. I didn't want to go any higher, and then I came off of it. Yep. So, it, dude, if you put the work in, it, it is helpful. Just if I you are, you're really on four take homes. You're on four take homes. I no, I go four days a week. Oh, so four I days three a week. Take homes right oh, now. Really? I'm allowed to get more. And you can smoke weed and stuff. Yes, I have a medical card. Oh, that is awesome. Like the medi- they just passed some kind of law thing where the medical that is doesn't, so doesn't even test for marijuana anymore. Good. Thank God. That makes me very happy to hear that. That's like one of the coolest things I've heard in a while because yep. if when I was on the methadone clinic over 10 years ago, if you had marijuana, you would have lost them. They stopped, They just stopped yeah. actually. Wow. The testing for wow. it, but I've been able to get away with it because of my card. Still, just in general, they shouldn't flag you for that because uh, cannabis helped me get off the methadone clinic. Like all that's the thing, and that's what I'm really worried about is getting off of it. You know, dude, I did. Know, what was it? I think really I really worried about. Dude, if off. anything, if once you're really you start to taper, dude, do yeah. like a milligram a week. They have a or, thing called a blind dose where I think it does do like about a milligram a week. And they don't I even don't, tell you, right? So yes, yeah, see, that's me. a f- that's wow. A that is really smart because that was never yeah. even a concept when uh really? no that never happened. So when you would have to taper before, yeah. it was always so mental. You'd always be like, "That's the number." You're like, "Oh my god!" Like I'm gonna be. You know, you're gonna, and then you think in your head, you're like, "I'm feeling it right now. I'm, I shouldn't That's have gone down. Okay. I'm feeling it." Yeah. And it's all mental. I really like that someone came up. At least that these programs are starting to be a little bit more innovative because. Yeah. The old way was bad. That was super positive that you told me that. That's yeah. really cool. The blind dose. I love that. Isn't that, awesome? that is because that's really good. Good, 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 good. Okay. And that's that's good. Huge. No, that is really good. No, dude, take your time. Just uh don't abuse it. That's the one thing that I just didn't always like is when you're around it and then people when they don't have money and then they're like yep and then you're like how many milligrams you on you're like i'm like i want a buck 80 i'm like oh okay yeah like two two i'm on 250 milligrams of methadone a day i'm like how do you function right now i know well i guess apparently the the, my clinician said the normal dose is from 90 to 125 yeah it is no it is i just uh, trust me i struggled when i actually got on because i uh someone's crying (laughs) i am uh it was oh he's dude the kid's a savage but I I um, um I was using and then I got to sixty five and like I didn't have any uh, stra- uh too bad of cravings but I tried to shoot up one more time and I uh, on sixty five milligrams and yeah. nothing happened really I just went and shot up and I didn't feel nothing I was, I was like I'm done you can, hmm. yeah you can still yeah no I didn't feel a dang thing okay. I was in my bathroom and I was like it's time. I'm like I'm done, I'm over it, yeah. I'm completely over it. And I knew I was done, dude. And my liver was failing. I was like 180 yeah, pounds. Oh I was a disgusting human being. Nobody wanted to be around me. So, but no, that's awesome. I'm really happy you just shared that little bit of two cents. Yeah, I'm really yeah, happy. It, yeah, but if you want, if you got to wrap it up, dude, we'll do another one, dude. And like, I'm, if you take some notes down, because this one was awesome, right there. I'm so happy. I'm gonna yeah, man, get all the like, subtitles ready. I'm gonna. Really I'm honestly. Uh, I'm gonna do this one. I'm about to down. film my own tonight too. 
I'm going to film my own tonight too because the solo episodes are good. So the first one I released, it actually got like 10 listens. A few people from Europe listened to it. Oh, that's so cool. It tells you, it tells you on the pages like this thing, RSS. Yeah, not iTunes. So you, so I thought it was just that. You don't actually go through iTunes. You have to go through these providers that will do your um, URL for you and they will distrib- distribute your podcast to all the major things iTunes, you can't automatically upload it to. You have to actually find iTunes on the list, click on it, then just upload your uh, thing to it each time because they have to go through it. There's a process to everything. That's why I don't understand how all these bots get all this porn and stuff on Facebook and Instagram because, like, you, dude, I get that video got flagged for me saying drugs. How do these videos don't don't get flagged? Do these half naked girls or all these porn videos that show up on my Instagram? Yeah. How does this not get flagged? It doesn't make sense. It's just weird the algorithm. And dude, the other day when we so me and him were talking about art, and I was like, "Yo, no art pops up on my page," and right. it never does. Literally, all that pops up on my Instagram now is all these new artists just because they read your it. fucking DMs. I don't care what they say; they read your DMs. So. I've had a, like AOL or somebody, I mean, Google listened to me. My friend talked about wrestling boots. The next day, I had ads for wrestling boots. Oh, it happens all the time. It, it happens all the time. Oh, yeah. The, um, the whole the whole phone thing, like, oh, it, like, it listens what, to me. That Alexa, has been proven. Yeah, ours fact. isn't hooked up. We don't do the That's, Alexa thing. Unless you have, like, the VPN, like, thing. Sometimes you can block them out. Um, yeah, <laughs> there you go. Which, yeah, I told it again because I, you know, ExpressVPN, it, it's the best. That, so I what mean, is that? It makes it. So it, it makes it so you can I can put it so I'm anywhere in the United so States. Safer. I can even put myself in Germany if I want, or like anywhere, dude. So anywhere. nobody can actually try track your shit, or not track it, but nobody can steal your right. Isn't it hard no, to steal yeah, your stuff? Yeah, no one too? can know where I where I like. If anyone hacks through my phone or, or computer tried, yeah, or yeah, whatever, I know what you're they can find out where you live, everything, your address, everything, everything your card number. If they really Netflix, dig, like, you put them Germany, they if hackers are good, Germany. like, like, so that's pretty cool. yeah. Whoa! If ha- if hackers are good, hackers can get whatever the hell. Yeah, they I want, know. My man. mom had like seven fifty stolen out of her account like Whoa. two years ago. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, it yeah. does. And it that really was just does. a small one. I did. I had like a $30 charge like a year ago, and then the bank called me, and I was like, that wasn't me, so. I had Walmart. <coughs> steal like $17, $40, $50. Yeah, I got dude, some... I'm super jazzed about these, Yeah, the dude, way. of course, dude. I appreciate you. Sure, dude, yeah, I appreciate the support. Sure, I hope when people see this, they see a little bit of Johnny Musk because you show so much glass love, which I love. Oh, It's awesome, dude. It's, you're kidding. You're fume Fridays, dude. Friday, yeah. Dude, that's got Every dude. Those Friday. are those are the pocket pickles, bro. They rip. Dude, oh, I would dude. just keep that as a trinket too. The fume like, on it is um, money. I like um, smaller pieces because they fill in quicker. Oh yeah. And like, mo- like here's the thing, dude. You can have like a big ass fumed out hammer. It's gonna take quite a while though oh, yeah. before it's filled in, which is fine. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. But things like this, the little pocket pickle here. You pack this up like by twenty times. This oh, shit dude, will look the fucking blues are gonna pop different. On that one too. The blues are the gonna chill pop. The chillum I got. I've already sent you a picture. I know that was a I've good one. I've smoked more out of it since, and it's even more blue. Nice, it's nice. Really, it's really nice and nice. Uh, no, 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 I appreciate that support on that, dude. That was nice. That was good. So and um, yeah, and and then obviously this little thing. Like I'm into um. Like I said, like I'm looking more towards like marbles Dude, and trinkets so and shit. And I like, honestly, I like making pipes, but I think I want to start making some pieces with like some emotion in it. Paperweights I, are going to make a comeback. They are. So they're going to make a comeback, Dude, I have so I'm a, just telling you ahead of time. I have, well, I have a. You've heard it here first. Yeah. Paperweights are going to make a comeback. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Uh, February 2023. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to make a comeback. Yeah. In the future, paperweights. That's going to be the headline for this. It, I'm going to put paperweights right there. A few years right from now, they're going to be they're going to be literally the number one thing. Heady paperweights. Well, actually, I showed Who's you that. Got the headiest one. Yeah, yeah. I showed you, you that know? thing in the garage, that green with the mushrooms on it before. Like, I want to finish that piece in because I was going to have the arms coming down with the mushrooms, but I'm going to take some of the green I have, flatten it out into a landscape, and I'm going to make a little skull put the skull there and then put mushrooms around it. I just, dude, I haven't yeah. had money for oxygen. We've been like fucking 
life is very expensive right now yeah. and it's driving us nuts. It's either you got to be really effing rich or really fucking poor because if you're in the middle, right. like, yeah. we, dude, I make decent money right now. So does she. And it is like, wow. I don't yeah, feel like, like we should be struggling like this. And here's the like thing, this. like, there's some shops that have been, like, pretty good to you, right? There and have like, been, but, dude, the thing is, is, like, but now my like, glass is just sitting on the shelves. People yeah. aren't going into store looking for Big Jangles glass, unfortunately. That's why I do this. But when you can get, like, a huge hammer bubbler for, like, 80 bucks or whatever, like, I know. that's a dude, I know, that's like, a dude, deal. I have, I, that's I, a deal. People got to understand that's a deal. Like, I try. You know what I mean? Buy what you like, not what's hype, dude. Uh-huh. You, can, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm sure there's a Like, fucking, I got glass on the Blazing Ace. There's Witch Doctor. There's some uh, other guy that Smoky blew it that's, that's way bigger, and I'm oh, yeah. sure he's got a name behind it, and it's the exact same kind of bubbler, hammer, and everything, and it's fumed the same, and oh, yeah. it's, it's a wrap and rake, whatever, and it's the same exact thing, but you're going to get that just because it's the cool guy blew it. Oh, yeah. Not the... Uh, like not the local guy. No, no, just the no Fuck name the person. Local guy. It's the, no, like, the no name person. People like I, need to start supporting local artists. That's what it comes time. down to. Really, big time. Realistically, that's what it comes down to. Well, like plain said, and simple. Like, sure, there's plenty of artists in like Oregon, out in yeah. Eugene. You know what I mean? And they make a name for themselves, and they sell their work for everywhere. Stupid there, amounts of money over there. Stupid. Even over here, there are artists over here doing that. It's just people on your phone. When you are interested in glass, you see the like the pages that get the most likes. You don't see a lot of the smaller stuff. Right. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I totally hear you. The, the market's fucked, but that, that that would be a whole other discussion, dude. Like, yeah, it would be the whole market, yeah, like be. value and the price of things and all that. It's it's crazy right now, man. It's a terrible time to be a glass blower. 